coming to you from the City Roses. This is the broadcast by Last Professionals and for Last Professionals. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Today, we have Joe DeFalco coming on our show. Who is Joe? Well, he works with a company called Forest. Yes, Forest spelt with a PH, not with an F, and they have nothing to do with trees. They're actually a software and technology company, and they help salons with booking, tracking inventory, marketing, automation, and all type of stuff that you really need if you have a salon. I know some people are out there doing books and writing paper. That's not the future, guys. That's so 2001. Now, you have companies like Forest and others out there really helping you to automate and make your life easier as far as booking, getting clients in, online bookings, all that type of stuff. And what today, Joe's going to come on and talk about his company, but also just talk about technology in general and give you guys some tips on that. And what's great is I know a lot of you out there are single practitioners and you you got your Square, you got your Vergaro. Well, if you're ever going to hire, those tools are not so good at serving you best. Really, companies like Force and others are really set up to be able to help you grow with a team, have like five, six, 10, 20 people, whatever it is. If you go to any of the big salons, they all have companies like Force and others like them, as opposed to Square and Vergara, which were great when you're solo. All right. So anyhow, hopefully you'll learn a lot from this and as far as technology and about what Force can do. And if you're looking to hire, looking to expand, I hope you will check them out. By the way, they gave us a link, which is in the show notes. I'll also email in all of our last cast insiders. And the, with, on this link is a chance to get a 12-month subscription with 10% off. So you get to save a lot of money and you get to try them out and see how it works. And I know that you can always, you'll get a lot of information online and I don't know this. I'm just going to say this. I'm sure there's someone you can talk to if you need to and ask questions. But hopefully Joe will answer a lot of those just in this podcast alone. All right, real quick, some announcements, guys. We have a lot going on. We have LashCon tickets coming up real soon, April 5th. So mark your calendar, start saving that money. <laughs> not all your money, it's not that expensive. But you definitely be saving, marking that time, get ready. And we have payment plan. So if you can't afford a ticket the full price right now because your cash flow, don't worry about it. we got you covered. At least we'll have three payments set up, maybe even four, so you can spread out for maybe three or four months. That makes it really easy on the budget, and you can plan ahead and then get your hotel room reserved and get your plane tickets and all that so that you can be ready to go in November. We've had so much interest this year. It seems like we've gone from zero to a thousand like overnight, but there's a lot of people been emailing, DMing, wanting to buy tickets, so do not delay. You want to get your list you, especially on the VIP, you want to get online on that Tuesday and get your ticket. At what time will it be available? I don't know. I have the exact time. Hopefully midnight, but it could be sometime that morning or late afternoon because there's so much to do. I don't know. We'll hopefully have it all ready for you. Outside that, we have some other stuff coming up here in late April. We have our Next podcast, which is Last Myths Busted. So you want to sign up for that. That will be up and for sale probably in one or two weeks also. And then we also have Tustin's class. We have our next one on April 9th and 10th in Austin. We still have a couple spots left. So if you want to take a class in Austin and learn how to get four-week retention and also learn Tustin's styling techniques, then you definitely want to sign up. You can go to the show notes or you can go to our Instagram and sign up. Then we'll be in New York May 14th through the 15th. And we only have, I think, two or three seats for that. And then we'll be back here in Los Angeles June 5th and 6th. That one we have a little bit more because it's further down the road. So you can plan for that. All right, guys, that's all the announcements I have for you. So let's uh, get on with it where we're going to sit down with Joe and talk technology and how Force can help you with your business. Hey guys, welcome to LashCast. I'm here in the studios with Joe DeFalco. Welcome to the show, Joe. Thanks for having me, Paul. Thanks, Sue. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it is exciting because we haven't had a software company. Well, actually, I shouldn't take back. I think Tippy is kind of a software company. We had them on, but really, we haven't had someone like you guys with Forrest on before. And I think our industry has very limited knowledge about the type of services that you guys provide and other brands similar to yours that help more like salons and bigger companies. So what we thought would be great to do is have you come on today and help introduce the lash industry to some other tools that maybe they're not aware of. But before we got into that, at first I thought people should find out a little bit about you and who Forrest is and we'll get into it. Yeah, no, excellent. Again, thanks for having me. Excited. You know, learned a lot when I did attend and 10 lash con and we'll kind of get into that. Yeah during the conversation. So Forest is a global-based company. We're an all-inclusive POS system. It basically gives the tools of, that primarily focuses on the beauty industry, probably about 
you know, 98% of our network is going to be salons, spas, medi spas. And then what's we've seen the trend recently of like spinning off to like specific industries where niche industries like Lash and how it's just really exploding. Yeah. And so one thing that's kind of happened is educating those that industry exactly how technology can help them. But then, you know, coming back to what Forest is, right? So we're all inclusive software company, global based, fit in business, 17 years. We have 8,500 current businesses using Forest. We wow. have 1,800 in North America now. When I started four years ago, we had 250. So I want to say that it's all because of me. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? I'll take all the credit in the yeah, world. I, I'm sure everyone else loves that when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure to pin that in our message board. Yeah. But that being said, and then so I've been in the industry in and out for about 17 years myself. I started working at my family's salon and, you know, I didn't have any type of talent to do hair or lashes or anything like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm the same, by the way. <laughs> no talent for that. I, I knew I needed to get into, into sales and then sort of how I really embraced the industry, understanding the needs. I felt like tech was something that it was in serious demand, but I didn't know how to sell technology. So I got out of the hair beauty industry and I went to work for big tech. I went to work for Citrix, uh, which is a big company in Raleigh. And really understanding the consultative sale, right? And that's kind of how it fits within the beauty industry and how, you know, we'll talk about some technology and how businesses can kind of fit into that mold. And it's just a matter of really understanding what that particular business needs and what is the best software for them. Because there's a bunch out there. There's not one size fits all. It's just a matter of which size fits the best. Exactly. Yeah. One of the things I want to clarify, because a lot of people may not know when you say POS system, that's point of sale. Basically, uh, a lot of people, if you want to use the equivalent for what you're probably a lot of you use currently, it's like Square or Vigaro, which are a much smaller scale. But the, what Force is working is much bigger scale salons. But We'll get into more details on that in a little bit later. So just so people go, what's POS? A POS system? I don't know what that is. <laughs> right, right, right. No, excellent. Great, great catch there. Yeah, oh. yeah. So cool. Now we met last year for the first time. Actually, I, I've known your mom before, before. Me and Tuss met your mom before that. But we met you at, uh, was it Cosmoprof in Vegas, right? If I'm trying to. <laughs> That's right. It was uh, it was Cosmoprof Vegas. It was like right before the Naha Awards. Yeah, that's right. And you guys came up. I was chatting with, I think, Bonnie Conti. Yeah, and, Bonnie, and- former coach of ours, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's brilliant. So I think you said something to Maggie. You said, are you still using Forest? Yeah. And I looked to my right and I'm like, wait, am I being punked here? Like, (laughs) I'm working for Forest and nobody knows, nobody knows why I'm here. And you just happened to first conversation. So then that I opened the door to who you are, how we connected. And then, you know, then all the magic started happening with Maggie saying how you guys were on the cover of Top 200 Salon Today. Tell me all about your business, how you've been like focusing really on this venture now of just really, really helping grow the Lash industry, which then graduated us into other calls and seeing how we could be a part of LashCon on a bigger scale. Yeah. And it was exciting because for us was something that we've always wanted was to have software companies like Forrest and some of the other ones like MindBody. Our industry is missing out in these um, brands who are really serving our community to help them grow their businesses through technology and such. And so it was great to connect with you and have your support and then have you come to LashCon and experience as a beauty insider, someone who's been in this world, who understands that I would say the greater beauty industry, but all of a sudden you were in this like subculture that you had never been part of. <laughs> no, absolutely. And as you and I were kind of briefing yesterday, the subculture was the perfect way to describe it. Right. And it was yeah. like, that just resonated with me well, because it's, it, it is this really tight knit group of successful business owners that, you know, that I just feel like the ceiling is so high for them to grow. Because a lot of those conversations I had, I'm like, hey, you guys have already done the hard part. You built this business without innovative technology. So that just opened up longer conversations, right? And just really educating on what different POS systems can do, right? So they were pretty in tune with what they needed. And so it was very much that consultative conversation on, you know, would we be a, an ideal fit? Depending on the size, scale, how long they've been in business, so there's a lot of moving parts there, but it's a very, very well-educated and hungry group that we're in attendance for sure. 
Yeah, and I think for you, it was really kind of exciting because I know for you and also Strategies, who's been coming to LashCon for a few years now, and that's just because we are I, we were clients of strategies for a long time. I know Daryl and, and Michael and all that. And I always invite them to back every year and thank God they keep coming back and they're excited to have you join. But what's cool is both of you guys all have been in this industry longer than a lot of these people in the lash industry. They're just new. Most lash artists are probably less than two years into it. So it's very exciting, new and fun. And I think what was neat to see is your observations about our industry, that it was neat to see someone who's been in the bigger beauty hair world, mostly, I would say, to come in and observe it. I don't know if you want to share any of some of your observations about what you saw, what you noticed about the last world. Because I, I think for a lot of people, we don't appreciate what we have. They don't really see it because they're in it. Yeah, because we were kind of on the fence of, is this ideal? Is this going to be a perfect fit for us? Should we attend the show? And, and I was really adamant that this is going to be a good fit for us. This is definitely a good event for us to take part in. So I really, really dug my heels in and I'm like, I want to understand the attendees. And so I attend all different types of beauty shows. I think I went to every one available once everything opened up after Naha and Cosmoprof. I think I was, you know, at all of them data driven and, you know, all of the above. So there was a few things that were interesting that developed from there. So the conversations that I had, everybody was so excited to be there. I I think I used this yesterday with you. It was almost like they were at their first day of school, you know, like just eyes wide open, everybody from that same subculture coming together for education, for product knowledge, and then just the overall energy was great. But I think the interesting points were, one is like my colleagues that I speak with in the industry, and especially internally at Forest, they were all intrigued by me attending LashCon probably more than any other event, no matter which way I'm going to. They're like, how was it? What was it like? And did you go to the pajama party? And I was like, no, I didn't go to, I didn't go to the pajama party. Not, not when I exited stage left. Yeah, I was there in a lobster outfit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I'm not going to be the, the pajama party guy. I didn't think yeah. I was going to be too many demos at that particular time slot. <laughs> so, um, but I think that it was really cool that, you know, my colleagues, existing clients, people that do work with me in partnerships, really intrigued by the event. And so then I really found out, I think overall, what I found the most interesting is that I was so spread out geographically on where these attendees were based out of. You know, anything from New Brunswick and Canada, Bozeman, Montana, Miami, there's Rhode Island, Utah, Boise, Idaho, big contingent. You had the distributor from Australia. So a lot of times when you go to these different events, it's really like content. It's just geographically concentrated. You might get a few stragglers from outside states, but this was just a broad scope of North America and even obviously Australia. That, again, just made for just great energy and conversations and people just learning from each other. So I think that was just an overall narrative. Everybody was excited to ask and talk about it. And then when you're meeting everybody and really understanding where they're from, that was absolutely just different than other events that I've had conversations with people and where they're located. Yeah. And that's with COVID going on too. We were just coming out of the Delta scare. And so while people were vaccinated, it's still, I thought... We had a lot of people drop out. We probably had at least 50 people drop out at the last second who weren't coming. And so we were afraid that we weren't going to have, we didn't know how big the dropout was. We still ended up with almost 500 people. So it ended up being an amazing crew. And you're right. They were from all the country, which I just as a, Look real quick to those listening. Our listeners are all over the country and actually internationally now with the UK. And we didn't have anyone in the UK because they didn't even fly in. In fact, one of our biggest sponsors was is Lashbase, and they couldn't make it because their first day allowed back into the United States was on our last day of Lashcon. They could fly on the eighth, so they they could have flown in on Monday and say, "Hey guys, we just got here from England and yeah. we're really uh, messed up, but we're here at least for a few hours to say goodbye to everyone." Uh, so yeah, that would have been um, unfortunate. But that said, this coming year, hopefully. We'll literally be having everyone from Mexico to Europe and uh, more places from around the world because I think COVID really made it difficult. So the fact that we had that many people was still pretty exciting. And I just want to say thanks for your observations. I know you've been so encouraging to us and, and seeing your engagement and what you got from it and that you uh, have the vision to see where this is going and that I think it's a whole new industry, hopefully, that you guys will be able to tap into and grow your brand and such. So let's talk more about tech because really 
tech is everything now. I mean, Tuss and I, we, we have an episode from last year. We're working with a company called Loom, and they actually are doing robotics in the world of lashing, of all things. They were just featured on the Today Show, actually. And another company is doing nail automation, using robotics for nail polish and stuff like that. So there's some really cool stuff. But... There's also a lot of current stuff that today, well, that seems still maybe three, four, five years down the road. There's still stuff today that is currently available for them that they maybe are aware of with tools like your company, Force, and there's other brands like you. And I thought maybe we could unpack a little bit kind of the potential to open their eyes as they grow. They probably currently, a lot of the POS systems they're currently using aren't going to be helpful. Like they're just not going to be able to grow with them. And I thought we could go into some of the things that you guys provide, some of the tools and opportunities for growth that uh, maybe they're not aware of. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's great. And that was part of the conversation, right? Where are you from? How long have you been in business? What PO system that you're using? And a lot of times at any event, right? Yeah. When they hear software, they hear tech. You know, it's like, that's not why I'm here. I don't want to yeah. talk about <laughs> a different direction. And I don't like half the time, I don't want to talk about tech either. But the one thing that I found that was very, very interesting was that unlike other events, usually more balanced on, on the different types of technologies and the different POS systems that they were using. And I found that there was just, just a heavy, heavy concentration on what I like to call the starter softwares. So I saw a lot of, it was overwhelmingly heavy on Pagaro, Schedulicity, Fresha, which it yeah. makes a whole lot of sense. Because those are kind of like my starting out software. And they're good. And I'm not here to cast stones on starting out software or even my competitors out there. I mean, you know, I break bread with them. You know, hey, it's all fair. It's every man for himself and may the best man win kind of thing. You know, right. But I'm not the type to come in and talk bad about about a competitor. But the one thing that I will say, you know, as some of the last artists might be listening to, where do they go from here? Right. So it's. Maybe not necessarily what's right for you today, but maybe position yourself to where if, you know, you're setting these goals and we want to grow to X, Y, and Z amount, right? I want to have employees. I want to have a team-based pay structure. I want to have a commission-based structure. Like, is my software going to be able to grow or as we say in tech scale at the same rate? they are because I didn't meet anybody there that was like not busy, right? They're all busy stylists. I hear about the average ticket and I'm booked four months out and I'm like, okay, well, if we're looking at the bigger picture, you're going to probably outgrow your technology. So that's just more properly educating the business owner. And so I actually, you know, when I equated it to when I first started at Forest, we attended the IBS show in New York four years ago. And nobody knew who Forrest was. Everybody that came up is like, who are you guys? Like, what is that acorn at the top of the logo? So we were cloud-based. We'd been doing it a long time. A lot of my competitors were still on-prem or server-based. And so it was just a matter of like educating, okay, this is where the industry is going. This is where it's going to be. And we're going to keep adding on. So I kind of felt like it was a good linear comparison of where that subculture of Lash artists are, where it's going to go for where I was having those conversations four years ago. So I think that's the biggest thing is just kind of plant that seed because maybe technology is not the move that you need to make tomorrow, but it's probably something that you could you should keep in your pocket as you know your business is going to get better. One of the things that I know about our industry is there's no set numbers, but I see polls done and probably like 80% of our industry works independent. They're solo artists. So it makes sense to use Schedulosity or use Vagara when you're just a single operator. But I also know I've seen polls where they ask like, what's your long-term plans? What do you want to do as a last artist? And almost 60, 70% of them go, well, I want to have a staff. I want to have a team. I want to build a salon one day. I don't want to just work for myself forever. I definitely want to grow. And so if that's you, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners, because I, I know most of our listeners are really the type A personalities. They are driven. They want to grow. That's that's why they listen. They're always investing in their business and finding new information. I think this is what is the, what you guys can say or as a preview or should start be researching into this because this, the Forrest and other similar companies provide you so much more power and so much more innovation and so many more options and tools and toys for you to play that will help you grow your business. So maybe you could share what are some of the things that maybe set you guys apart, new ideas that that they're not just scheduling. So we have a schedule, great, but what more can you guys provide that allows them to scale and grow their businesses? Yeah, absolutely. So the easiest answer to that is we're an all-in-one software system. The majority of our current portfolio are 
owner operators, right? So whether they're salon owners, they're med spa, you know, lash artists, whatever it might be, they're usually still operating. So there has to be that set it and forget it, whether it's their reminders, but more importantly, like those kind of next level capabilities such as, and the biggest point of difference between us and anybody else out there is under that roof are the marketing capabilities, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we have tools such as being able to help boost your Google reviews and Yelp reviews to help you build your SEO. And again, that's working kind of like set it and forget it. You send out a request for review, that review, if it's positive, the system is smart enough to push that up and it's going to slowly build those reviews. So, you know, when I do a demo, it's one of my biggest things is I'll show a handful, five, six different types of businesses and showing six, seven, 800 Google reviews because a majority of that is pushed from Forrest. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what does that do for that new business? So it might not be relevant to the existing lash artist that is booked six months out. But now if you want to staff say, okay, now we're going to have this this technology that's going to help fill those slots and show how easy that online booking can be once they recognize how many types of reviews that they have. And our online booking is super slick as well. Um, You know, it does land on the website. It's not what's considered like a marketplace app where we're going to like a Vagaro or a Schedulicity to book the point, you know, book the appointment. It's actually embedded in the the website, right? Embedded in a website. So technically Vagaro Schedulicity owns that data. Yeah. But like, that's a big point of difference. So once you have that cluster of clients, you don't want to give them an opportunity to go to, you know, Vagaro and, hey, there's another lash artist down the way and they might be doing it for less. Whereas here, you just... You only have the opportunity to book at my business because it's on my website. And then we take it to another level. And we're one of the only software companies that also build a branded app as well. So it's a true app where, you know, downloading from App Store, Google Play or whatnot. And it's branded to you to give them that slick experience. And just as a kind of like a side metric that I know is just by the client, the customer, downloading the app makes them 25% more likely to rebook. They might not even use the app, but it's just such like, it just sticks in their branding. They're probably going to, but that's just like a number that kind of sticks out to me. That's a big point of difference. So they don't have to go on the browser to book the appointment. They can just access the app. But again, now you're piling on getting really, really creative and building a pretty innovative technology suite for your business. So, and then within that marketing suite, the other thing that kind of sticks out to me is retention marketing. Super relevant for Mm -hmm. lash artists. When are these clients due to come back in? Yeah. Right. So it's just smart technology. The system will formulate your booking cycle. Once that guest is overdue or whatnot, then you'll appear on a dashboard and we can automatically send them a request to just remind them Mm -hmm. that they're due to come back in. We're not looking to discount it. You know, it's not something to get it for less. It's just, just ping them, let them know, Hey, you're overdue. And again, just reminding them, not offering that discount, they're more likely to retain. And then we're going to provide all the data and the metrics to back that up. And just kind of continuing on that. And is like all of these different features that I'm promoting, again, it's all under forest. Yeah. And so then the last two that I would talk about that I think are super relevant. I think the first one is the communication, the availability to communicate with the guests out of the software. So I'm sure a lot of, uh, especially solo operators, they've probably given out their personal phone number, yeah. right? And they're probably, I'll tell you where I'm 100% asking this question to any type of business owners. Do your clients in the beauty industry text you at all hours? Of course. <laughs> I've never in my life heard a no. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, they don't care what time it is. No, they don't. So technology, we're past that point, right? Mm-hmm. Let's communicate through the software. So our personal life are not intruded upon. So you can communicate back and forth and then you can take that dialogue. You can book an appointment out of there. So again, it's everything under that roof, cloud-based that can be done from the house, can be done from the coffee shop, be done from wherever you're performing your services. And then the last thing is when, especially, and I'll give my friends at Strategies a plug as well. We work closely with them. Michael is phenomenal. Is that time metrics, right? So if you're following any type of like education principles, whether it's strategies or, or, or summit or anything along those lines, we can provide like real-time data, not only the reports to back it up, but within the mobile app, we would actually be able to see how you're performing, whether it's daily, weekly, and then leverage even higher is you'll actually be able to set goals within that app. Back in the day, people might remember the name Zizor or whatnot. 
Mm-hmm. And that was essentially how we got there. We had an integration with, with Zizor. Oh, cool. they spun off, yeah, they spun off to a different competitor. And then we're like, well, we're not going to do this again. So we're just going to build it ourselves and yeah. build it better. Yeah, right. Exactly. So now all the communication, the chatting, the real-time metrics, the marketing, the branded app, that's all under our roof. And it's one home because why that's so important to us while they're behind the chair or in their room for whatever, however they're performing their services, then it's accountability, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of times when there are integration, it's like, no, it's their fault. No, it's their fault. Here it's us. It's accountable. We have to take responsibility. Chat's not syncing. Okay. Payments aren't coming through the system. Okay. That's on us. So that's something that we have to take accountability for. It doesn't happen too often, but I think it makes it easier business owner to keep doing their day to day while they know their technology is taking care of the hard part. Yeah, this is what I'm excited about because all this stuff, guys, I know a lot of people are excited. I got online booking and and that's great. It's a good place to start, but there's so much more available to you. And and then we're obviously Joe's here that the works with Forrest and plugging Forrest. There's other companies and he would say that provide similar services. It's not they're not the only one that provide it. You really need to go out there and meet with a sales rep. And what's great about Joe, and I know a lot of these companies, they will sit down with you and do demos online, help you see, walk you through these things and see the different toys that you maybe never thought were around. I love for us, I'll just share from our personal experience. We were with another company and the review generation thing was crazy. We got so many good reviews because we had an automatic system that reached out to people when they were done. We, we also would call a new client, but every client would get a review thing saying, thank you for coming in and would ask, how would you rate your time? And they would actually, we did net promoter and they would just say one to 10. And then what would be nice, it would come back to us. And then if they got, gave us a nine or 10, they would say, well, thank you for such a great review or uh, feedback. Um, it would be great if you could post that um, right review and put it online so they could pick Yelp or Google or whatever. And we definitely saw growth in those areas just because of that tool. And what was so nice about it is that was still, I look back and people wonder, how did you grow your salon to be in a seven digit salon and have 13 last, 14 last stylists and all that stuff? We did it because of the reviews. I mean, because those were going up regularly and we would always pop up at the top of all the reviews. We had more five-star reviews on Yelp than any other last salon. We had more reviews on Google. And because of that, people, that just gave us validation. And it was all because we had a system in place and no other last salon was doing that. No other last salon had a regular system in place that was generating reviews. And so we went to the top of all the searches and people would find us go, wow, you guys have 200, 300 five-star reviews. You must be worth seeing because everyone else I see has like 10 or five or 20. And for you guys, if you haven't, don't have that in place right now, that is going to be a huge generator for interest in your business and say, because people still, even though a lot of people hate Yelp, Yelp is a huge tool for you to grow your business. Whether you like it or not, you have to make a deal with the devil and just accept it what it is and, and work with it. I also, uh, I want to point out was the whole thing about the metrics. And I think a lot of people in our industry don't know their numbers. They don't track anything. It's just like, they just look at their bank account. Yep, got money in my bank account. Oh, look at my schedule. Oh, my schedule's full. I guess I'm doing great. And that's fine when you're a solo operator, but you can't run a business like that when you are basically got a team of three, four, five, 10, 20, whatever it is. You can't just be counting on, look at your checkbook every day and hope that you can pay your bills. You actually need to start tracking your numbers, your rebook rates, your retention rates, and your productivity, all the stuff that strategies teaches. But also there's other things that you didn't even realize is out there that I found it was kind of fun. I would just start making reports. I just start going through and go, oh, Here's another cool report. Here's a cool report. I don't know. Maybe for a second you could share some of the report generating abilities that you guys have because I don't think people know that as a real concept that they could use to help grow their business. Yeah, no, absolutely. And just one final note on the marketing that you're sitting, you know, that you're mentioning and the Google reviews. It's almost like picture it as that like that pie, right? There are certain capabilities that they're going to win. The artist is going to win based on their talents, right? Whether yeah. it's to social, you know, how they're performing on Instagram. And then there's other things that might be out of the control or they need that help with. And that's something that where we come in and say, if you want this help and this is a cost that you're willing to incur, then this is the capabilities that we're going to provide. Because at the end of the day, especially with, you know, with last clients, I can relate knowing, seeing my bank account when my wife goes and gets them done. (laughs) Well, you know, what is that cost of acquisition? Because how long could they possibly be a client? And how long is that going to continue to spin for that period of time? So it's almost like it's hard to just put one number and say, if would I pay this much for that client and how many new clients would I gain? 
And so then that's that good segue into that report that you're asking about. New client report. Were they booked online? How many of those online you know, clients, what revenue did that generate for us? Right. And then we start to kind of pile on to there. I was mentioning the client reconnect, which is the retention marketing. Another report that will tell me how many were in danger of losing, how many we reconnected and what that value was worth. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of where we start to put our money where our mouth is. Another thing that I love that I'm a big fan of and why I do love having conversations with strategies, productivity. I think productivity is so important. Yeah. So we have what we call utilization. We have a utilization report, amount of hours that were available, what percentage were sold. Yeah. Right, which is great and give you that percentage. But then as we really start to dig down, it's like, well, wait a second, how fast are we turning over to clients? What are we earning per hour? Right. Just as important as how many we're selling within that same report, it'll tell you your hourly rate on services, your hourly rate on retail, if that's something that's a big piece of your business. Yeah. Right. So all of those start to back themselves up. And then we start to get, like you were saying, I didn't even know that report even existed, such as rebooking percentage, which is relatively standard. But within that report, also, we have what's called care factor, which is the percentage of visits that also included product sales. Mm -hmm. So that's a big one, right? Yeah. Am I selling the people that are coming into my business? Yeah. So especially for some of these hybrid type business that are also lash artists that offer other types of services, you know, maybe it's aesthetics, maybe it's skincare, right? Well, we know retail is super, super important. That's when you're kind of marrying the two business and utilizing the technology to really take a look. Maybe Sunday morning, I'm going to take a look at this many reports to really understand and really gauge my business. So I always joke around and say, putting your money where our mouth is, mm -hmm. but you know, we have to back up that data instead of just believing Joe. And the last thing that I'll say on that as well is absolutely nailed it there, Paul, with not every system is cut for everybody. And I would recommend having those conversations because, again, that's where that consultation comes in. Are we going to be a good fit? And there's a lot of times where I'll kind of veer down like, no, we can't do that, but this competitor could do it. Because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you take care of the industry because it's... It's so tight. It you know yeah. you just want to give sound advice to everybody. No, that's great. And I I think the big thing for people that don't, if you're thinking about hiring, really your number one job is to keep your team accountable, like to build and invest in your team, not your clients. Yes, as, as when I was had staff. I woke up every day thinking, how can I make my staff's life better? How can I serve them? I wasn't worried about the clients because my job was to train my team and then my team was going to take care of the clients. And if you get that reverse, sometimes that's when the team starts going, all you care about is your clients. I, I remember early in my days of managing, they'd get mad because they're like, you don't care about me. You just care that the client's upset or something like that. I'm like, and I realized you're right. I got backwards. I need to take care of my team. And one of the ways you do that is by knowing your numbers and tracking them and setting goals. And I think what's great about these metrics and the ability to get reports is you can actually give tangible goals like, hey guys, right now, because in the last world, add-on sales isn't a big thing. There's not a lot of products in the last world. Like the hair world, you got like 10,000 things you can sell someone. The last world's still growing and developing as an idea of um, having add-ons and extra services and stuff like that. But I know some people that are doing more and we did. We were really big on retail. We were usually 10 to 20% of our income came from retail. And so we were doing pretty good. I mean, med spas, I think you always have the best retail because they that's what they do. And then we were better than nail salons, but maybe not quite as good as hair salons. <laughs> and so, and we were always trying to find ways to find new products, new things to push. But what's nice about it is you can actually know what you're selling per person on, on average from, you get these reports and go, hey guys, we're averaging right now, you know, maybe $15 a person. Let's really, this next month, let's see if we do some new promotions or some new training on product and let's try to get up to $20 per person. And that's the type of things that the software will do for you. You can actually see what it is per average and then you can start tracking that and you can reward team members who actually then meet those goals. Like, oh, this person got it up to $25 a person and this person got up to this. And that way you can actually give rewards and incentives and recognize team players who do something. You can only do that when you actually have the numbers and the reporting. You don't want to do it. I mean, I remember when we first started, I actually was doing a lot of this stuff on spreadsheets. I would just have spreadsheets and I would be tracking numbers every day and then getting it in. And what a headache that is to have to try to do that. But even back in the early days, this is back like 12, 13 years ago, I realized we need to track this stuff so we can reward our team and encourage them when we see growth and all that. So this all is automatic. It's real time. And I want to point out one more thing, which we never got, but I know that we were looking into it, was the app. And maybe, you can, Joe, you can explain how the app works for both the user, because I think you can, I believe from what you said, I'm implied that you have an app that both 
the lash artist could use or the hairstylist could use as well as the client, right? They both have access to the app and can get certain tools from that, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so two different apps and thanks for clarifying that, right? So, the first thing that I would talk about is the user app, the mobility, right? Being able to use it from anywhere at any time. And a lot of my competitors do have that, right? But what is that point of difference? I think the biggest thing that would stick out for lash artists is before and after photos that you can upload to the client. A lot of my hairstylists will say something like, I need a picture because I don't even remember what she looks like, you know, (laughs) whereas here you can show the progression, the befores, the afters, and just kind of like the continuation. So you can upload any of those types of photos, no matter which industry that you have. And that's with the, what we call Forest Go. And that's available on any subscription. It's not an add-on that's included in any subscription that they can have. The other thing that's cool and a big question that a lot of new business will ask, well, I have this many users or I might add this many. Well, we're a per location software. So you could have as many users and and use as many devices as needed. So again, as you're scaling, I'm at two right now, but I might be at 10 in a year. Well, price stays the same. It's all a matter of which capabilities you want included. Hence why that that demo is so important. So we can kind of build you the the best subscription possible. The other thing going into the app, so then that's the client side app. So the clients will be downloading a separate app. So it'd be two, if, you know, if that's the suite and the subscription you want to go with, yeah. the client will download, you know, we'll call it, you know, Joe DeFalco's salon app, and they'll be able to book their appointment from their phone or mobile device whenever they need it. And again, that's that metric that I disclosed earlier with the, the 25%. The last thing, and again, I, I, I left one piece out of mm-hmm. where this can be relevant, what feature that we have that would be helpful is consultation forms and waivers. Oh, wow. Right? So yeah. You can build consultation forms and waivers and can communicate that with your guests. So if you have an intake form, a release, any type of medical waiver that you want built into your system, we're not uploading it, but we're building it into the system, we can either A, communicate with the client before they come in via email or text. You can even send it via text. They fill it out, it uploads to their client profile. Or a lot of times, like I go to a salon in in Raleigh, they use Forest, surprise, they'll give me a tablet and I just fill out whatever waiver updating my forms. And again, that's stored into the system. So there's really no limitations on how many consultations forms that you would want. And at the same time, those photos that are being uploaded, again, it's that whole making sure that the software is working for you. So I kind of bounced back and forth there. I hope that was clear. If yeah. I feel I left anything there. If you want me to go back to, please let me know. No, no, that's great. I think we, when we were doing it, I'm glad to hear about the photos. That's really helpful because when we had it, our software didn't do that. So we actually use Evernote. And we use Evernote as a kind of our, our note-taking system. And it was really easy to set up and everyone had access to it. And that way anyone could go. And also it was easy to do. Just click in the name of the client and their file would pop up. And then they could look at the progression, the history. But I'm going to bet because you are set up uniquely for this, yours is probably even probably easier to use and cycle through. And I love the idea of seeing photos because I know that for lash artists, this happens. And I know it did for our salon. Someone will come in and go, you know what? I really like what you did for me 12 uh, months ago. Can you give me that look again? <laughs> and you're like, we've been doing 12 months ago. What? Let me see. Let me think about that. But if you take a photo and we really encourage our team and they were pretty good at doing this is, and actually we actually incentivized people and we gave rewards out for people who were consistent in taking photos. I would just check their records and go, oh, wow. They had five people today and I would just randomly pick and choose. Oh, they took photos four of them and upload those photos. We did that just to make sure that we had a history of the looks and styles. And also for us, we loved it because if a client complained and had an issue, we could always go back and we could look at the photos and go, well, wait a minute. If they showed me a photo of their lashes and I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense because here's what you left with. And now we see what you have. Absolutely. Someone else came in and did that lashes on you. And that's actually happened. Someone else came in, did lashes that they didn't like. And then they come back to us and want us to fix it for free. And we're like, what? Uh, anyhow, but that said, I love that. Also, the consultation waivers, I think that's huge because I think, man, we were aiming to be a paperless salon back in the days. We were very close. We were almost there. But the only thing left was really consultation forms. That was it. That we were like, we still get that. And now here we have that as an automation. And I know there's ways to do consultation forms that are not included in the software, but really have all the one makes really sense, good sense. Cause now you don't have to have different multiple systems, tracking paperwork. It's all in one place. And I'm assuming, did you guys with COVID, did people also want to do COVID waivers? I'm guessing. And that type of thing. 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it started, right? So, yeah. um, I mean, we always had consent forms. That was always a part of the software. But to communicate so that that's those two levels of communication of sending those forms or you needed a wait, you know, COVID waiver before you could come in the building or whatnot. Yeah. And then the two-way chat, that was a product of COVID as well, where, you know, it was on the roadmap, but it kind of got front-loaded and said, no, we need to do this like yesterday. Yeah. And then that was something that was really cool. And the other thing that we never really accounted for with Forest Chat was you now you get clients that will just text in because it's a dedicated phone number and be like, I'm in the area. Do you have anything available at two? I don't care who does it. Yeah. But we, from a nerdy tech side, like we could never account for that. How did we know that that was going to happen? But it has because it started to make sense because the majority of your clientele is 80, 85% repeat. They, you know, have that more like familial relationship. They're going to send you a text message and not care. Hence, they're not texting your personal phone at, you know, 7 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah. So that was something that was great. And then the communication, of course, with the, the consent forms was amazing. And that was something that was pretty constant with conversations that I had was, you know, they were using like hard folders or like a job form or something like that. And again, that does it. It's just a matter of, okay, do we want to go paperless? Like you were saying, and that's an initiative that's high on the scale at Forest. You know, we have partnership with green circle salons, making sure that, you know, we're a part of limiting the carbon footprint within the beauty, beauty industry. So um, that's something that we push, but at the same time, we don't, we don't feel like it's like imperative to make the move to Forest. If they're comfortable with filling out paper, good do it. Whatever you feel is going to work best for you. The other thing that I was going to tell you there is because a lot of this can be overwhelming, right? And this is a, a common conversation that I have on demos because, yeah. you know, we're throwing a lot of information. We're really digging in second, third level conversation here is some of that information can be overwhelming. And the one thing that I always like to emphasize, are we have continuing education and you also have a dedicated client success manager, right? So if you don't feel like you're getting enough out of the system, Right. We always have tutorials, videos, do it yourself. And then you can always schedule one-on-one -on -one training as well. And then you also have somebody dedicated to the account as well to kind of review, to making sure that, hey, are they using it? Are they getting their money out of it? Do they need additional training that they'll help schedule for? And I think that's a big point of difference between us. There's not many software systems out there that do it. There are some. And again, knowing those previous conversations of Vagaro, Schedulicity, Fresha, a lot of that was do it yourself, right? So mm -hmm. they was kind of like self-serve, self-start. They had to take all their information, build it up themselves. When you get into premium software, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. So, you know, we'll handle the migration. So all three of those, we can fully pull their existing information out of and put it into Forest. So we can migrate, transfer all that information into Forest. You'll have a dedicated onboarding specialist that'll help walk you through making sure that you're properly trained, your data is there, so you're not kind of left, hey, you had to self-start, you had to do it yourself, right? Because you're going into more of that luxury, right? If any industry knows you get what you pay for, beauty industry. Yeah. And I think that's something that we talked about yesterday too, was like the idea, okay, let's just say right now you're using Vagaro and, and you definitely are like this year, 2022, I'm hiring two people or three people and I'm ready to expand. I want to encourage you to now get the software. Like don't do what we did is we got to one software we want to leave it and it was just back well this is back in the dark ages but it was going to be a real pain to switch like no one was going to offer to help us with the switch over actually the company we were at at, at least at one point actually did not even give us access to our data which was a little scary we would have to actually go in our son is a, a software developer he was going to scrape is a term they use he was going to go in and actually scrape the data out of our system because we couldn't get it out ourselves that's how crazy it is. So what you want to do now, and that's changed. I don't think companies are that protective like they used to be where you can't have access to the data. But that said, right now I have a single user system and you start growing, it's going to be much more difficult still to do that transition. It's a little more scary. It takes a little bit more time. And I think now it's like, you know, when you're ready to grow your business, sometimes you grow into a space that's maybe a little big for you, but it gives you room to grow into that space. I know we did that when we moved to our salon in Lake. It was way too big for us. We only had like three lash artists, but it could fit like eight. So, but it gives room to grow. And I think for a lot of people right now who are in, you're locked in with your system, you can't really grow with it. And this, these other systems like Force will allow you that chance to grow. And so I really want to encourage you guys, if you are looking to hire, to be thinking about that. Also, just another big thing that I really love, and you said this, I want to make sure it's understood what this does, and I knew this was our system allowed to do, is, do this, is when you have, they have the app, what's so cool is you're actually able to message everyone in your community at the last second when you have openings. 
and you can let people know, hey, we have opening in two hours. And for us, we had 5,000 people on our email list. And then, you know, because we had been around for a while. So we had a pretty good reach, a lot of people. And I know that when we would send out messages to people, we could fill a book appointment even within an hour or two. It was that easy. And once you build up a client base and you have that, and often we've learned, we learned a trick of moving clients up. So if someone, let's just say a day, two people canceled, we had 45 clients coming in and two canceled. I just have my staff reach out to people coming in the next day or two and move people up because a lot of times people want in sooner. And these apps allow you to do that more simply now with mass messaging and, and communications. And obviously I'm going to assume people can stop the messaging, like privacy issues. Like I don't want to be messaged, but most clients, if they love you, want those opportunities, those, those deals, those discounts, those little bonus opportunities that you can provide them. So I love that about the apps, this idea of how you can communicate with your people effectively like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, I wanted to pick out, you know, like some of the real top, top notch highlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. SMS marketing, email marketing, and it's not so much if your POS system is not doing it, it's more of, are you easily doing it? Right? Yeah. I, think that, I think that's the key of, of, of force. Once you learn the system, it just becomes very turnkey. Look, there's going to be turbulence on, on any transition and any change, right? Any type of change, there comes some adap- adaptation. But overall, the one constant that I've seen within the Lash community, again, we're not a perfect fit for all, but the ones that we are a good fit for, they mm-hmm. stay on with us. And they're on our pretty much on our top, top subscription. So they, what we call in Salon World churn, right? Use the scrape term, which is a, definitely a, a tech term. Yeah. Lash businesses don't cancel once we know that they're a good fit. So I think it's imperative that anything that comes from you guys, I'll demo personally to make sure that the tra- you know it's overly transparent so they know the expectations that they're getting into and that if it is a good fit. And if there's anything that's kind of outside the box, I always like to put that in writing. Hey, we covered it. This was something that might be a little bit different. It's not a perfect fit. So does that mean that you're going to adapt to it? It's more about fitting your business into our software versus our software fitting into your business. Cool. No, that's great. And um, I'm, I'm really excited that to uh, have you guys at LashCon. It was really cool. It's like kind of a dream to have you there. And hopefully today this has been helpful to open people, at least to get their minds thinking about the next step for them in their business, that they maybe are, are getting close to that time where they need to migrate into something bigger and more powerful. And like you said, I know uh, Joe's been very kind. He was like, we're not the only company out there where there's other companies out there. There's many competitors. And really, that's one of the reasons why you go to trade shows. And I know for me... <laughs> I was I was a nerd. I remember going to my first in 2011, 2012, and all I did was go visit the software companies. So I was just like, she wants to see beauty. I'm like, I want to talk to nerds because I'm a nerd. I grew up in the Silicon Valley. All my friends are like engineers or software developers. I'm the one weird one in the beauty industry, but I still have a mindset for that stuff. I'm kind of an early adopter too. I always buy the newest toys before anyone else gets them, I feel like. And so I just went and talked to four or five companies that all provided uh, software. And back Back in those days, only one was, I think, doing cloud type services. And now it's pretty common. But I, we, I was proud of, we got on cloud back in 2012. I think we were on the cloud already. And I saw what benefit that was because it allowed me to not have to log in through a computer from outside into my system. I could be at home and I can look at my schedule. It was really nice. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah you, you know the power for sure. And back then, and so, yeah, it's a, it involved quite a bit. You yeah. know, since it's in, probably the number one is like where you're discussing about the migration. I remember even four or five years ago, I mean, it was a nightmare getting information over. Now it's pretty turnkey. I mean, I feel like we can almost migrate any company. Yeah, I think people now, they've given up this idea of you won't get access to your information because they want to make it miserable for you to change or other companies have figured out ways to do it so it's all good so anyhow i think that's probably we've covered a lot here today and hopefully this has been helpful for opening people's eyes open well um, joe maybe you can share where they can find more information about force maybe they can set up a demo and learn more from you guys sure yeah so of course force.com that's p-h-o-r-e-s-t.com and then if anybody wants to you know reach out to me directly we're going to send out an incentive email kind of following up with this conversation but, you know, it's Joe, J-O-E dot DeFalco, D as in David, I, F as in Frank, A-L-C-O, at Forrest, again, with a P, dot com, Forrest dot com. And we are absolutely, you know, mentioned this and before we get that full promotion out, what we're going to do is 
we're basically not going to rush to the finish line, right? So we're not going to charge you until you're ready to use the system. Usually it's about 30 days. So we don't want anybody to feel stressed understanding how easy it is, uh, how difficult it is to migrate, even though it's, you know, it probably sounds a little bit more overwhelming than it really is. Yeah. And then that yeah. first month will be compensated as well. So it'll be one free month and we're not going to charge until you start using the system. And then we'll follow up with some content and some links, et cetera, you know, maybe even a, a recap of podcasts. So, but you know, this is actually, you know, I said, you're like, we got to probably do 30, 40 minutes. I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I can talk that long. Well, <laughs> here we are 51 uh, minutes yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we did a good job. So uh, great questions, great conversation. I'm excited to continue the relationship we have at LashCon and see you guys again this year uh, coming up. But uh, I, I really appreciate the opportunity. You guys, it's a great community and I'm, I'm excited to see it, bro. Oh, thank you so much. And I think it's the most fun conference out there. <laughs> oh, well, again, I'm not going to go back to the pajama, to the pajama <laughs> but I'll go back to the pajama party. Yeah, yeah. We have that coming back this year and we actually are moving our welcome party to Sunday night. Um, it's going to be just nearby where we had our other party. I don't know if you went to this Saturday night party I did that one. That, that was, was fun. That was huge. And, but we are going to even a more, I think, cool and hip location. That's going to be insane. So we've learned for LashCon, this is a plug my, my event here because I do it all the time, is that LashCon, while you go to our conferences and you go and you do a lot of meetings and maybe you go out to dinner and that stuff, LashCon is like you add a third element and that's the parties at night. And it's really almost like a, a, a little sorority yeah. <laughs> time. It's like, just go out, meet friends, have some fun. And you work hard all day and then you party harder at night. And it's, it's a perfect balance between those two that you don't really get that when you go to other conferences. Cause usually you just do meetings and then you do more meetings and then you pass out from boredom. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. I was at that first night where, you know, it was almost like kind of like the carnival and the games and winning yeah. tickets and everything. That was so much fun. And it was almost like that icebreaker and then kind of everybody gelled together from there. And it was almost like that community, you know, like even more intimate community for the next two days or whatnot. Yeah. And just really brought everybody together. So that was a great event. I can't even imagine what the opener will be this year. So that's yeah. exciting as well. Oh, cool. Well, thank you so much, Joe. It's been a pleasure and uh, excited to have you. And uh, we'll definitely be seeing you at LashCon and maybe we'll bring you back for some more tech talk in another episode or so. Well, I appreciate it, Paul. Thank you so much. You guys take care. All right, guys, that's a wrap. We are done. We are out of here. And I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast Podcast and at the Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And mark April 5th. Do not miss out, especially if you want that VIP. That's going to be gone, I'm pretty sure, quickly. And maybe even the regular tickets. We have a lot of them, but... That said, I think this year is going to be the year we sell out and we're going to have to return people away. Do not be one of those people who miss out. On behalf of my last fairy, Tustin, as well as our special guest, Joe, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. Bye.